Montmartre and the hills of Montrouge, in that illustrious valley of flaking plasterwork and gutters black with mud, a valley full of suffering that is real and of joy that is often false, where life is so hectic that it takes something quite extraordinary to produce feelings that last. One can, however, occasionally encounter sorrows to which the concentration of vice and virtue imparts a solemn grandeur. At such a sight, egoism and self-interest are momentarily forgotten and give way to pity, but the impression lasts no longer than the taste of a fruit greedily swallowed. The chariot of civilization, like that of some juggernaut, may be briefly impeded when a heart less easily broken than most jams its wheels, but soon crushes it and rolls on in triumph. You will do likewise, holding this book in soft white hands, sinking into a comfortable armchair with a thought, perhaps I'll enjoy this one. After reading about the secret misfortunes of Père Goriot, you will eat your dinner with relish, blaming the author for your insensibility, charging him with exaggeration, accusing him of poetic license. But let me tell you, this drama is not fiction or romance. All is true. So true that everyone can recognize its elements in his own circle, perhaps in his own heart. The boarding house is the property of Madame Vauquet. It stands at the bottom of the Rue Neuve saint Geneviève, just where the ground slopes down towards the Rue de l'Arbalète, so suddenly and steeply that horses rarely pass up or down. This helps to preserve the habitual silence of the streets squeezed between the dome of the Val de Grasse and that of the Pantheon, two monuments which charge the whole surrounding atmosphere with sombre yellow hues reflecting the austere tones of their cupolas which overshadow everything. The paving stones there are dry, the gutters empty of mud or water, weeds grow along the walls. All who pass by, even the most carefree, feel depressed there. The sound of a vehicle is an event. The houses are gloomy, the walls like a prison. A Parisian straying there would see nothing but boarding houses or institutions, poverty or boredom, the old approaching death, boisterous youth condemned to toil. No district in Paris is more forbidding, nor, it must be said, less well-known. The Rue Neuve saint Geneviève, in particular is like a bronze frame, the only one appropriate to this tale for which the mind can best prepare itself by dwelling on dark colours and solemn thoughts. Just as the visitor to the catacombs finds the daylight fade with every downward step and the guide's sing-song voice grow more hollow. The comparison is realistic. How can one decide which is more horrible to see, withered hearts or empty skulls? The front of the house looks on to a small garden, so that the building is set at right angles to the Rue Neuve Saint-Geneviève, where you see its depth in cross-section. Along the façade, between house and garden, runs a sunken strip of gravel, a couple of yards wide, with a sandy path in front, lined with geraniums, oleanders, and pomegranate trees planted in big blue and white earthenware pots. 
Access to this path is by a gate, above which is a board bearing the legend Maison Vauquet, and below that, boarding house for persons of both sexes and others. In the daytime, an open-work gate with a clamorous bell attached allows a glimpse of a green marble arch at the end of the pathway, painted by a local artist on the wall facing the street. Under the recess, simulated by this painting, stands a statue representing love. Those who are keen on symbolism might discern in the peeling varnish that covers this statue a figuration of that Parisian love for which treatment is provided not far away. Under the plinth, a half-erased inscription recalls the period from which this ornament dates, with its evident enthusiasm for Voltaire, who returned to Paris in 1777. Whoever you may be, behold your master.